I'm Christy. I'm 37 years old. I'm a SoCal native from Orange, California, and I manage corporate relations for a major nonprofit. And I'm Jared. I'm 34 years old, originally from LA. We kind of grew up all over the place, and I'm a copywriter. We've been together for five and a half years. Happily married for two and a half of those years. And we just had a baby named Dylan two months ago. And our love story is epic. Welcome to Our Love Story, a Spotify original from Parcast. Every week, a real couple recounts how they met, how they fell in love, and the biggest moments of their relationship. Now, let's hear their love story. Before I met Jared, uh, it was 2015. I had just started a new job in tech. It was very stressful and I was working a ton of hours and it was kind of a a 24-hour job almost because I had clients in Australia. So I signed up for a dating site, you know, looking for a way to distract myself and, and maybe meet some new people and, you know, experience some dinners in L.A. Jared was actually the first person that I met. Before Christy, I was in kind of a rocky five-year relationship on and off. A lot of nonsense, a lot of drama, was ready for something serious, got on to online dating, had done it before. And then literally for me as well, the first date was with Christy. You know, every day the online dating site sends you your matches based on, you know, this kind of very intense checklist that you fill out of what you're looking for. And I had really approached this round of online dating being super specific about what I wanted in a guy. As I was going through those matches, this is kind of like first impression. You know, you just you just see a picture and you're like, oh, okay, maybe this guy looks cool. But what was really kind of striking about Jared's photo was that he was at Coachella and I was a huge fan of Coachella and had been six times in a row. And he was smiling and and looked like he was really enjoying himself. He had this great red hair. He was wearing cool sunglasses and he had just an awesome smile. And I just remember that picture is like ingrained in my mind forever. Did I even look at his profile? No, I never even read it. I didn't really even know anything about him. I just sent that wink. He started messaging me and, you know, we kind of went from there. When I got Christy's wink, that was pretty refreshing because if you're a guy on online dating, at least in my experience, you're usually the one who has to make the first move, like send the wink, send the email, like try and get the conversation going. And that is sometimes successful and sometimes not. So to get that, I was like, okay, someone's interested. So send her an email and we started a conversation. She was, it was pretty clear, was busy with work, uh, was going on like a work trip. So I think we ultimately traded phone numbers so that we can move it to text. Yeah, so we started texting. Pretty quickly after that, we decided to meet Jared decided on the date. It was April 1st. It was a Wednesday. And he also picked the place, the Bowery in Hollywood. You know, it was April Fool's Day, so it was kind of a a little bit of an odd day to meet. But I didn't really think anything of it until I was leaving work, getting ready to head over to Hollywood to meet Jared. And he sent me a text saying that he would be waiting for me at the bar wearing a mesh tank top and cut off jean shorts. (laughs) And I said, okay. 
I was like, okay, she has no sense of humor. Saying this date's going to be real fun. I am early to everything, like 10, 20, 30 minutes early. So whatever the time was that I picked, I probably was there a good 20 or half hour early to get the table, the scope, you know, like to make sure everything was right. The thing which I would come to learn about Christy is Christy's probably about 10, 20 minutes late to everything. So I was probably a good 45 minutes until she showed up. But then when she walked in, I was like really taken by her and she sat down and we ordered drinks and the conversation just happened so naturally. While we were talking and kind of getting to know each other, I started to get a a little bit embarrassed because it seemed like Jared had really studied my dating profile, whereas I didn't look at his at all. So I had to kind of admit that I didn't know some things about him ahead of time. Particularly, I didn't know that he was three years younger than me, and I didn't know that he had a cat, which was always kind of a deal breaker for me with dating. I studied her profile. This is like not, you know, not in like a creepy way, but like in a, I want to be prepared. So I just went in there and I had a bunch of questions for her and kind of like quickly realized that she knew nothing about me. <laughs> and I think when she found out that I had a cat and she was so shocked, I was like, it was it was in there probably a few times about that. Jared's really funny and he's a great conversationalist. So, you know, I'm sure he he kind of poked fun at me for not being prepared and, and not really knowing pertinent details that were in his profile. But there was one thing that really stood out. He you know, had told me that he had just turned 29 and I was 31 and had been kind of discouraged by the dating scene in Los Angeles being very much, you know, like people looking for casual relationships, nothing serious. And I think that there's always that one question, why online dating? Why are you on the site? And Jared says, I'm on the site because I'm looking for a relationship and I'd like to be married and I'd like to have a family. And for somebody, you know, not even 30 yet in Los Angeles to say something like that, I was like, wow, I gotta, I gotta go on a second date with this guy. After going on so many dates in the past where they were awkward or painful or you think they went well, but then they didn't, it was just like, it was, it was so nice. It was like, I gotta, I gotta try and do this again, you know, and see if we can like continue this. One thing that I knew right off the bat about Jared was that he was very attentive and listened to everything that I said. He would follow up our next date by bringing something that maybe we talked about or, you know, just something that I loved. So he brought me flowers. He brought me a interesting DVD based on a conversation that we had on one of our dates. It was a, it was a little suggestive. <laughs> it was Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, and I'm hoping, I don't remember which date it was, but I'm hoping it was at a point where it really didn't make me to look like a huge creep. On one of our dates, we had talked about how I was like a huge fan of Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, this was this was the moment when everybody was. The movie had come out and the movie watching experience was absolutely horrible because, you know, women were s just screaming and, you know, whatnot. And I told Jared I was really disappointed by the whole thing. And so I think that his intention was that he would bring the DVD and we would watch it together and it would be a better experience. It was great. It was great. <laughs> it, it was good. Yeah. I think when I look back on those early days of dating Jared, I can only think that two things. Every date was super fun and super memorable. And also, number two, I just 
always wanted to be around Jared. I couldn't wait until the next time that we were going to hang out. It's probably fuzzy when each of us knew we were the one for each other. For me, I think it was before I said I love you. I think Christy thinks it's probably after. I don't know. But around when we said I love you, it kind of like all came together and was like, yeah, this is this is real. Jared told me he loved me on our my 32nd birthday. It had been kind of a hard night for him. <laughs> I made him meet all my family and all my friends at once, literally like 15 people. He was nervous. Jared's, he's an, an introverted extrovert. He's uh, a, a little shyer. He really had to show up for this birthday. And so after all of that, after that whole night, we were sitting at on my couch in my loft and he just kind of blurted out, I love you. <laughs> and I was really blown away. I did. I, I It was a hard night uh, meeting everybody. I probably had a lot to drink. That's not the reason I said I love you, but it was just one of those nights. I said I love you. I meant it. And Christy's response was, thank you. <laughs> I was so shocked that I didn't respond correctly. I just was more of a cautious person and I wanted to make sure that I really, you know, I, I didn't want to steal his thunder and I wanted to make sure that I said I love you and that it was meaningful. So I said it three days later. I don't think that's that bad. Waiting three days to get that response was rough. <laughs> it was that bad. Oh, come on. Uh, I'm pretty sure we made out a lot after I <laughs> after I said that. That probably made it better. Almost two years to the day that we met was the day that I was going to propose. It was March 31st, 2017. I think, if anything, she thought it was going to be the next day on April 1st. So I thought it was pretty safe. I got a hotel in downtown, the Ace Hotel, and went there early. I brought her stuff over. I got champagne ready. I just got the room ready, came back home so that when she came home from work, we were good to go. All she knew is that we were going to go eat at the restaurant at the hotel, some a place that we've been many times. We had a, a great dinner. We were reflecting on, you know, the past two years together. And then after dinner, we thought about maybe going up to the roof. And so Jared very casually was like, hey, I want to check out the gift shop. The next thing you know, he's trying to jump in an elevator. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he pulls out a key card and he says, I found this key on the ground. Let's see if it works. I was like so incredibly calm for some reason. Usually I'm so anxious about everything. So the whole like, I have a key card, let's, I mean, it was, I probably just thought of it in that moment and I just didn't care because I knew she would just be like, what is happening? It didn't even dawn on me that he might've gotten us a, a hotel room until we were literally standing in front of the door. I brought her into the room. We went out to the balcony, overlooked downtown. It was beautiful and got down on one knee and asked her to marry me. She said yes, but then I quickly like brought her back inside before I put the ring on because if I had dropped that ring on the wood slat balcony, I would have, that would just, it would have been over. Yes. Our relationship, my yeah. life, it all would have been over. <laughs> so then we went back inside, we put on the ring, of course, and then poured the champagne, jumped on the bed, called a few people, including Coast 103.5, Love Songs on the Coast. It was perfect. Exactly a year later, after we got engaged, we had the best wedding of all time. We got married in Santa Inez, California, 
on a private estate. We love that area. We love wine tasting. And it was just beautiful. March 31st, 2018. It was literally my dream. I think that everything that I envisioned for our wedding happened. We had about 115 people, so not too small, not too big. Getting married on a private estate is is perfect because it just feels like it's just you and your closest family and friends and nobody else. My brother married us, which was pretty funny, imperfect. And we danced the night away under the stars and ate delicious food and drank wine and everything about our wedding was magical. Something that was really important to us is that we shared all of these amazing songs that were important to our relationship. We spent the entire year that we were engaged compiling an awesome Spotify playlist to pass along to our wedding DJ. And it was very specific. There was a list of, you know, songs that we wanted played at at certain moments. And then there was also some artists that we definitely did not want played. And also I was very strict with the DJ and I said, you know, hey, no requests from any of the guests. The only person that can make requests is me. (laughs) And I think it was it was perfect because our wedding was definitely the soundtrack of our relationship. Leading up to our wedding, we had been on kind of like a wedding tour where we were just going to like all of these weddings of like family of friends. And we really got to see what we did and what we didn't want at ours. Like, hate that song. Hate that song. Like, don't want people to be able to do that. So when it came time for us, it was pretty easy. It's like, here's our playlist. It it is what it is, and everybody's going to enjoy it. We know it. It really brought everybody together, like all of my friends, plus all of my parents, friends, and family. We all were on the dance floor for, you know, the entire time. And that was really what we were trying to achieve with the playlist. So, you know, making sure that nobody could request any random, like no YMCA, no chicken dance. Like that was not the vibe of our wedding. The thing I love most about Christy is that she rarely says no. She's always up for everything. She loves life. She loves to laugh. She loves to have a good time. She wants to try everything so that she can say that she's done it. For someone who's like kind of an introvert and maybe will say no first before warming up to an idea, it definitely has like changed me and made me better. I really, really appreciate that about her. Oh man, it's hard for me to just say one thing that I love about Jared because I love everything about Jared, but I will say that I really, really love and appreciate and respect Jared's passion for everything in life, especially the unique things that he loves so much that make him special. So that would be his taste in music, his movies, his insane knowledge of baseball, his unique love of 80s horror movies, and also his love of food, which I think is great because we cook together and we love entertaining and we love trying new restaurants. And so it kind of just rolls into this perfect package that is 100% my soulmate in every way. So we just had a baby. He's going to be 10 weeks old in a couple of days. And it's just kind of been a wild year, especially being pregnant during this time and giving birth during this time. But I think the most exciting thing that has happened to us in 2020 is that we just had a baby and he's almost 10 weeks old and is changing so much every day and is just a whole wild ride that we are on right now. 
I think it's really cool to have, you know, a, a child that is like part me and part Jared. And like every other day we're like, oh, he looks like you. No, he looks like me. No, he looks like you. So that's really fun. And, and, and also just learning together how to, you know, have this major, major change in your life and how to still be you and still be who you are or who you were before a baby, but then make it new and, and fit this new person into your life. I think it's it's been really great. I mean, Jared's an amazing dad already in just 10 weeks. It's definitely like screws with your mind to have a child, especially during these times. I just like every day I think I turn to Chrissy and I'm like, can you believe we have this child? <laughs> and like, he's so beautiful and he's got a lot of personality already and it's just like how did we like get here i think i'm like i'm constantly asking like how did we get here and then we like recount our story and we're like oh yeah that's that's how we got here i think we're super excited about the opportunity to buy a home and also to travel again and you know experience all the things that we love what we love about the things that we love about la and the things that we love to do together and also to bring our son along with us we are hoping that we will be able to entertain friends and family and always have an epic Halloween party because that's what we love. Thanks for listening to our love story. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Parcast and on Twitter at Parcast Network. For more episodes of our love story, follow us on Spotify and check out other podcast originals, all available on Spotify. Our Love Story is executive produced by Max Cutler and is a podcast Studios original. It's created by John Cohen. Sound designed by Kristen Acevedo with associate sound design by Jamie Ryan. Our Love Story is produced by John Cohen and associate produced by Ashley Hanna. 